Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Christian. Lisa Lanier, our official attorney, is with us today. As she always has some great cases today for Lawyer Up. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? Doing very well, thank you. Let's get to this first story, which uh, this is, again, law. From, it is not U.S. law. This is international law, but I think it's not her strong suit. Not her strong suit, <laughs> but we've had cases like this before in the United States. An Austrian man has been accused of deliberately passing gas at a police officer, but has argued that this was an act of self-expression and that he should not be fined anything. He was up against a $689 American money fine. It got knocked down to $138. He's 22 years old, and the claim is that when police were approaching him, he lifted his buttocks, tensed up, and let out intestinal gas intentionally. To which, and then sat and cracked a grin at the officer who was right next to him. We've had folks in the United States who would do the same and waft it. the smell toward the officer. He says this is self-expression and he cannot be fined. But Lisa, I think he's going to lose. What do you think about this? Well, this is this is actually making the news internationally uh, on several occasions recently. This sort of thing. A man in Scotland recently made international headlines when he was convicted of threatening a police officer by intentionally farting several times during a strip search while saying, how do you like that? So, uh, it's, well, that's it, insult to injury. Definitely. Well, you're down now. Take that. How do you like them apples? Lisa. Apparently, it's a trend. It's a trend oh. for criminals to fart on top. No, under me <laughs> guilt. I told you. <laughs> this is just, oh, it's horrible. And have they thrown the book at these folks? They are. They are throwing the book at these folks. In uh, it happened here in the United States a few years ago. A West Virginia man made headlines when he was stopped for a uh, DUI, and he farted and waved it toward cops. That's right. And uh, That's right. they charged they charged him with a battery. They ultimately ended up dismissing the charges. So here's where you know farting on cops has not really made it to the Supreme Court, believe it or not. But... Well, what, have you ever been they, around Elena listen, Kagan? The, <laughs> what, what, has, what has made it? Two, two things that have made it are flipping cops the bird, which the courts have ruled you can do. That is freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. But you cannot, you, know, you can't spit on cops or anything like that that's an exchange of bodily fluids. And the interesting thing is that farting is sort of in between. You know, it's not... It's not quite as expressive and clearly speech as flipping the bird, but it's also, it, you know, it's not quite an exchange of bodily fluid, but it's, a, you know, it, it's an obnoxious odor, mm-hmm. but, you know, so it's kind of in this middle area, but I think it tends toward more toward flipping the bird and expression than it does toward an exchange of bodily fluids. And mm-hmm. I think that's why you saw in that West Virginia case that the charges were dropped because there's no touching that would amount to a battery, and mm-hmm. so it really is a tough thing for them to make any kind of charge stick. So I think, in the long run, this trend of farting on cops is going to end up being okay. <laughs> but I, don't, I don't think it's going to ever stop. Oh, because I, I think if, you're, if you've been yeah. drinking or you're on drugs and you got gas, you're going to let fly. I mean, With, it's just going to happen. And, oh, and in that West Virginia case. And you're going to grin about it. And yeah. you're going to grin. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he might grin for a second. But, you know, that West Virginia case, it wasn't so much the gas passing as it was the wafting. Oh, yes. I remember. Yeah. But they, the dropped, they dropped the charges. <laughs> but if the president is set, if the, if the Supreme Court takes this on, I don't know where conservatives and liberals will fall on this. Mm. might be a 5-4. Who writes the dissent on this? Anyway. 
you know, if they set a precedent that this is okay, then cops then are just going to be dodging. I bet they do already, and you just never hear about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you might be right. I bet, it, I bet they do it in the back. When you get put in the back of a car, but that's the first thing that a person does is pass gas. <laughs> Probably. I'll show you. I hope not. It's their only weapon now. Yeah. They've been stripped of their illegal guns. Now I have to do this. Play the cards you dealt. Right. (laughs) Now I have to do this. My God. I don't know, Lisa, if you can ever run for office since you've just said that. Yeah. (laughs) That statement could haunt you forever. (laughs) Your last minute on here is really tough. Uh, Great story here. Well, story out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina that I was, I'm hopping mad about this. I don't know what to do. We covered it earlier in the week. Horry County. Uh, the Kenny family went to Walt Disney World on vacation. And while they were gone, some kids went into their house. They were playing ball near the house, went in through a window. They to said get to drink. get a drink. But while they were in there, proceeded to bust up all sorts of computers, televisions, peed on stuff. This is Mr. Kenny explaining it. Busted up Xboxes, busted up laptops, uh, PC computers, just taken out back and just smashed with a shovel. They uh, took my computer, they urinated on my computer to the point where it fried the inside and started smoking. That's right. That's Mr. and Mrs. Kenny explaining there. And the computer was urinated upon and they said they cannot charge these folks. The reporter explains this. They cannot charge the kids, even though they know who the kids are because of their age. I reached out to the Horry County Police Department. They tell me because the two people responsible for damaging the house are just kids, they cannot be charged. Police also say that it was intentional. If you were thinking they accidentally peed all over this man's computer and left mm-hmm. it smoking and smoking. <laughs> right. No, yeah. they did it on purpose. Now, Lisa, this the, the man says it totals up to like $60,000 in damage. What in the world? I mean, some, somebody has to pay this bill. They... They completely trashed his house. I mean, beyond just the urinating on his computer, they literally smashed every bedroom, every television. They they took glitter, you know, boxes of glitter, and just ran through the house. You know, glitter is terrible. You'll never get rid of glitter. Like, you might as well burn the house down. That's right. And, you know, just... <laughs> You're right. And even then, it's still there. You're right. <laughs> I mean, just terrible. So, it, this is the crazy thing. None of the reports that I could find gave the actual age of the children, but mm-hmm. South Carolina is renowned for having the lowest, youngest age at which a child can be in the nation, lowest in the nation, six years old. You can be charged with a crime in South Carolina. So are you telling me these kids were like, what, five years Under old that did this? I mean, I guess they were, un- yeah, in South Carolina at six, you can, you know, we talked about a similar story with the kid that was uh, in North Carolina that was plucking the flower yep. at yep. the uh, bus stop. Yep. And, and yeah, that's, you can be, and he was charged with a crime. He's like seven. South Carolina, lowest in the nation, age of six. So I guess these kids were like five years old. Where the heck were their parents? You know, what five-year-old is, and, and, you know, so, but the crazy thing too is this poor family, not only are there no charges being filed, but their homeowner's insurance has denied the claim because apparently they only had a, a dwelling policy that didn't cover their contents. They they found out. That's no surprise. So now don't, yeah. Of course, they can, yeah, it's terrible. They can file a civil action against the parents of these children. 
Well, I would do that immediately. And don't get Dave started on homeowner's insurance yeah. like that. He, Waste of money. He's, right. he's oh, yeah. uh, adamantly against it. Yeah, it only it doesn't cover it only covers the it covers structure. The stuff, not the not the gutter. It covers the gutters and the chimney. That's right. But, but if these kids are five years old, I just don't I have a hard time believing that. The damage I saw, I can't believe a five year old could even do. I mean, unreal. Yeah. And to sneak in to break into a house like that? Who makes that yeah. de- who makes that decision, Lisa, on on if they can be charged or not? Is it a magistrate or the DA. Well, I mean, it, it is the law. So it's the law in South Carolina. It's a state statute that says if you are under six years old, six and under, I think, you cannot be charged with a crime because the idea, and all states have some level where they basically say under that level, a person, a child, is incapable of forming criminal intent. It's called the defense of infancy. And the idea is that, you know, you're tiny. You can't form criminal intent. You can't intend to commit a crime. So you know, these kids obviously did intend this, but if they're under six, they're uh, they're scot-free. Unbelievable. You know, Dave was saying, because I couldn't find the ages of the kids anywhere either. And when we read this, I, when I read it, thought, oh, these are 14-year-olds. You know, too. And, and, and then we were saying, well, they must be younger than that, or you could charge them juvenile. So we thought like 10 or exactly. 11. But, you yeah. know, I thought 10 or 11, no way, that's too young. You're telling me five or six. My gosh. I mean, that's, if, they're, if they're being told the truth, I mean, you know, I don't know if the local law enforcement just decided, hey, maybe they're 8, 9, 10 or something, and they've just decided, hey, they're too young to charge. That would be something that would not be following this statute, but would be the decision of local law enforcement. Mm -hmm. I'd have my lawyer working overtime down there. Absolutely. Overtime. World's a mess, folks. World's a mess. (laughs) He said it. You want to run for office? Is that going to be your slogan? <laughs> yes, that is my slogan. This world is a mess. It is upside down. Well, it's down. not really. It's not hope. Upside is it? down. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not. You're not promoting hope. That's not. No. There's another story about food here today. A man named Dana Hutchings, only 41, passed away at a ballpark in Fresno, California. He choked on food during an eating competition. And he's not a professional eater, of course. He just got involved on uh, in an eating competition. They were doing uh, it was taco eating. Who could eat the most tacos in a limited amount of time? Between innings. Exactly. Oof. He choked. Now his son is filing the lawsuit. His son is 18. He's filing the lawsuit. But, of course, the ballpark made him sign a waiver and everything before he did it. So is there a leg to stand on for the family here, Lisa? I, it's just so tragic to hear. But, of course, the ballpark is saying, look, we, we dotted all our I's and crossed all our T's before we had the competition. What do you think? It's uh, California, and in California, they are an assumption of the risk state, meaning that you, if you do a dangerous activity and you sign a waiver, you are signing and acknowledging that you're doing something that is dangerous and can cause you harm. And so, you, you know, you would think that, the, and the family, they acknowledge that, that there was an assumption of the risk issue here, but what they are saying is that a, a person who is not a professional eating contest participant, who's an amateur like this guy, who's never done it before, has no idea how dangerous this is. Because, you know, we've talked about these contests before, hot dog eating and mm-hmm. wing eating and whatever. It is very common. They they almost always have EMS standing by at the scene of these things. It is very common for people to die at these events. <sighs> and they you know, they choke. And it's mm-hmm. just your body can, you know, and, and professionals really train for this. And they they learn to expand you know, they're they're eating their ability over time so that they can do this safely. This guy's a total amateur, chokes to death right there at the scene. I don't know there was I didn't hear an allegation that they failed to have EMS there, so I'm guessing that they tried to resuscitate him. But what the family is saying is 
you didn't explain to our dad, who's an amateur, how dangerous this was. You didn't explain the risk. How old is the guy? I don't know that that's going to fly. Yeah. I don't know that that's going to fly with a jury because it seems like it's obvious that you could choke from a taco eating. He's 41. Yeah, that's bull. Yeah, yeah you think I mean, he eats. Yeah. You know the risk. You, you know you yeah. can choke. If you're, that's pretty thin defense. If you're eating something, you're shoving a bunch of tacos in your mouth, you yeah. should know. But I'm not a professional, so I don't know. Was well, the other teams taking infield practice? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and what are they doing having a baseball game with no, they, with no EMS? There? Pounding on this guy's chest? <laughs> well, we don't know there was no EMS there. They may have probably always Yeah, I think EMS. there probably was. I think there probably was EMS there because right. that's, that's pretty standard at these eating yeah, contests. I assume that they tried because there was – I heard no allegation about that in, the, in anything I read. It's all about the lack of knowledge of the risk involved. But Dave said no. Right. He doesn't buy it. He mm. doesn't. You know the risk going. I just feel so bad for that family. That's you know? too bad. Guy choking down. You should have known better. This is the feel bad segment, Dave. Let Kelly be. It is. I feel. I feel bad. <laughs> Eating Dave. tacos, soft or hard shell. I think that factors in. <laughs> I do too. I don't know. It does. Oh, it's got to be soft in a eating contest. I was picturing hard. I was picturing hard. Me too. No, I think soft. You got to get more in. Yeah. Oh, really? But I think they line up better. They they're better. Yeah, visually. they do line up better. Yeah. I don't know. I, I should do more research on that. But I, I think harder are better visuals. Agreed. But and they're harder to get down. I mean, soft ones. I mean, mm-hmm. Kelly could throw down eight or ten of those at one time. You already feel oh, it's more bad, exciting. Oh, oh, sorry, Kelly. You know, if you're in a contest, I would think the hard shell would be exciting. You got like taco shrapnel flying everywhere, yeah, and that's right. good, much more good microphones. You got a crunch. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Crunch, yeah. Lisa, I'm sorry you had to witness Dave being so hurtful toward me. Uh, I don't know why. I, I can't pretend to know He's why. He's elderly now. Look, He's your like, birthday's over. I'm older. It's time to come to terms. You're on the downwind run. This is elder abuse. <laughs> this is elder abuse. This is elder abuse right here. That's right.